Welcome back to Any Percent. Woo! (laughs) Any Percent is America's favorite monthly, formerly bi-weekly podcast about video game analysis. My name is Evan Sampson, and I'm joined by a bunch of folks. Uh, Let's go and let's start with the guest this time. We never start with the guest. Fuck my normal (laughs) co-host. What's up, Greg? How's it going? We got Greg, and we got Cody. What's up? Yo, we look like the Power Rangers right now. No, we do not. Just like I don't know what you mean color. by that at all. Yeah, we look like the Earth, the Earth Kingdom. Well, you know, you know how yeah. like in the regular show when they they're at like high school or whatever, they're all wearing the, their color that they are when they are Power Ranger. That's I what I think you would. Right, like they only they pick a color and they just stick exactly. with it. Exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah, I have yeah. a pink shirt. Do you so guys I get that? We can't all be <laughs> dark green ranger. Like, <laughs> did you guys see that video that was going around Twitter of like all the red rangers like doing their transformations in a row, like to fight like a big bad guy it was like from some movie from the 2000s and it was like i didn't even realize dude there are so many fucking power rangers there are yeah they yeah, used to do a new like, like season new cast of characters like every year or something like every two you remember yeah. the dinosaur it was ones? it's like a it's like yeah. a 10 minute section of them just being like mighty Morphin, and then they're like <laughs> dino mode or whatever because the dino ones like the just all the tra- the magical girl transformations that they do yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great i'll uh, i'll have to send it to you guys um and we also have everybody's favorite, Casper Karen. Me. Woo. <laughs> we did take a poll, and Casper is the definitive favorite the, member. Yeah, he's the fan favorite. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Among the 40 to 70 woman demographic, he's he's huge. He's like <laughs> he's huge with your mom. He's like the Harry Styles, like, you know, how of One yeah. Direction, you know? He's the Harry Styles of One Direction. So yeah. which one of us is Zane? The one who really thought they could go it alone and then just got absolutely overshadowed. Oh, like the um which Beatles member would that be as well? Uh George Harrison. Yes. Yes, actually, yes. Did Ringo Starr do like a lot of music? I don't I don't like the Beatles, so I don't <laughs> think um, he did hot take. On. I don't know. Yeah. He might have had a band, I forget. But definitely. I think Paul he was, he was, was like the, the most that. like laid back one right. though. He was just kind of vibing the entire time. This yeah, is true. for sure stoned out of his mind. Oh yeah, who wasn't? Yeah, <laughs> right. It's the '60s, baby. Um, oh yeah. How, who wants to go first? Uh, Cody, <laughs> let's catch. Let's catch up. Uh, what's funny is since we've been doing these monthly now, like mm. I actually don't know what you've been up to, True. like at all for the last month. Like, so what have you been up to? Um. So, oh shit! You know what's funny, dude? I've been playing like old shit, like old stuff. Mm. So on um. I got like uh what is it called like PlayStation Now or whatever the stupid name is. Mm-hmm. Um yep. because the new service is about to launch and if you get the old one you upgrade for free. So I saved like 120 bucks like a year or some shit. I just like stacked a whole bunch of PlayStation Now. Anyways, I'm playing the first God of War. Um it's like a like mm-hmm. for PS2? Yeah, so PS2 but they nice. remastered it for PS3. I think it was Bluepoint right. um who actually did the remaster. So I've been mm-hmm. like doing like a level every night that's been a lot of fun actually so i think i'm gonna try you're to... just hanging out on the sex mini game at the beginning hey so listen i don't want to say I, I nailed it first shot right the sex mini game <laughs> listen, i don't want to you know uh, uh, but yeah he's a bit of a maestro so that's been fun and then i have oh actually you know what? i played this isn't old but i played um tunic on uh xbox oh, game nice. pass i'm just like a service guy now i don't know if you guys can tell yeah. Um, I'm gonna put it. Uh, I'm gonna 
I'm gonna stop playing it though. I'm just not jiving with me that much. Um, yeah, it's too, it's too Soulsborne like. Too uh, yeah, it's really too hard. tough. It's it's just like doing the same thing, but it's not a fun. I don't know. I'm not having like fun with it because you know I'm like the roguelike guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's really obtuse for like no reason. It's trying to be like. Well, I think that's yeah. Yeah, I think the reason it's obtuse is to be obtuse. I guess. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like I think it was extremely intentional. Did you did you like, read it, Evan? So no, I actually haven't played it, but I watched like reviews about it when it yeah. came out, and like for like Casper, it sounds like he doesn't really know anything about it. Mm-hmm. There's a the there's no English in the game. Yeah, it's like some. Oh, it's all this like crazy language. just runic script. Okay. And you uh, you like what is it? You find pieces of the instruction. instruction manual to the game, yeah. like scattered throughout the world. It's like a really cool idea, yeah. but like. It also seems like a chore. So basically, <laughs> a like when you get dropped in Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like that time that I got dropped in Brazil. Yeah. Just like that. And you just have like no idea what to do, where to go. You have to um, I... learn to read Portuguese, which might as well be So like I can see why it, I, I can see why certain people like the game a lot. Right. But it's just, it just didn't jive yeah. with me. Um, so I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to stop. I'm going to uninstall it. You know what I'm saying? Wow, it's getting that's bold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's definitely an indie sweetheart these days. Like yeah. people really liked it. It's a beautiful so. game for sure, and it's one of those where the um, the art style doesn't match like the gameplay like on purpose, right? So it's got like this cute, cutesy little art style, like storybook like. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you're just like killing, just killing everything, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Killing. Um, I love killing in my yeah. video games. Definitely give it a shot, especially if you can play for free or included or whatever with the game quit would you please stop shilling xbox game pass I, on our podcast I, bro they're actually paying me money under the table yeah. so i gotta mention not it. under the table anymore then is it yeah. i gotta mention it like five much times. very much above the table now uh do they call game like so like when like so software as a service people call that SaaS. SaaS yeah is is our is uh, like is Xbox Game Pass gas? It's <laughs> a good question. Yeah, something to consider. Yeah, it's probably why they don't say it because it sounds awful. Um. So yeah. So, uh, yeah. Are you good? I'm you good. good, bro. That's pretty much it. Other yeah. than that, dude, I'm just like drowning in comics. Like I'm just, I'm just reading. Yeah. Like for our audio listeners, he's holding oh, up yeah. a stack of comics. Can you hear it? Is that good? ASMR? Yeah, make the crinkly sound. Yeah, yeah for the um, ASMR viewers. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to. Re- You're always trying to catch up on shit. It's like it's like a new th- like all these back here. I got to read them all, reading everything. Yeah. So yeah. Well, that's fun. Yeah. I uh I I haven't been reading like any comics lately. Been meaning to when I, did I tell you guys when I had COVID I got I think I maybe said it on the podcast because this happened like in November of last year but I got uh the. I'm gonna now. I'm gonna plug a subscription service, the like Marvel Unlimited nice. subscription, mm. and I read so many comics while I was six. I just had nothing. That's to That's cool, dude. Awesome. So you're reading like sick. yeah, Marvel Unlimited has a ton of like the old shit, like yeah, and it's all really well organized. Like you can like look up storylines, yeah. and it'll show you like the cross comic. That's like the like, hardest entries part. in the storyline. Yeah. yeah, like I read like I read like the Death of Wolverine, yeah. which crossed a couple different comics, which was really cool. Right. Um. Uh, but yeah, no, it's really cool. Um, Casper, what have you been playing or uh, doing or being? Speaking of comics, I've been uh, 
read in one piece because oh, nice. i've been collecting nice. the series since i was born um, <laughs> since you were born it came out in 1998 yeah. i think so yeah it's been, it's been a while it's uh I, I've been, I haven't been reading them, but I've still been collecting them. So I'm like 20 books behind. <laughs> I've just decided to read, you know, the, oh, man. the I got to get a, I want to see a photo of this, I, this like wall of manga you have. <laughs> the picture there. It's just, uh, yeah. I, I have to stack them in front of each other because there's just so many. Mm. <laughs> um, I wish it was like Dragon Ball. Have you guys ever seen like the Dragon Ball covers where like. They all ma- they make an image, right? Yeah. Like the dragon yeah. goes along the whole oh, binder. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. But, uh, but that, that's probably because um well actually i don't know is one piece still like ongoing casper like the, oh the yeah manga? yeah so that's yeah, probably why yeah. that's probably why i don't have a an image that like probably begins, yeah you know? yeah i'm um, not sure if, i think dragon ball might have started that way they might have planned yeah it i think I they see. were just like if we just repeat the same pattern it'll, it'll look really cool that's like, yeah. that's a good point Tes- too. tessellations and oh, shit so yeah it's smart i so fucking smart god damn it <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i've just been reading through one piece trying to remember everything that happened nice did you, so you started from the beginning yeah because there's like a i guess a really big arc that's happening right now so i'm mm. might as well just go through the whole thing it's a lot faster to read the manga than like the 1000 episodes yeah, yeah i'm only on episode 600 <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that Tough. that sounds like a joke but it's the honest truth yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody sent me like a a clip called like one piece re something and it was someone like had recut an episode of one piece to like make the pacing not oh, I think they call it one so pace. bad one pace. yeah yeah one pace yeah it's awesome like that's great i actually. watched like a 20 minute episode in like five minutes or whatever and they put them side by side this one comparison video oh that's yeah cool. it's yeah. like kind of comical to see where it starts to diverge it's like <laughs> like really early on you're, you you know they're like it's like a it's like a battle between luffy and this sumo guy and they spend like several minutes where he's like teetering on the edge of the like about to fall out of the ring. Yeah, it's it's yeah. It's so I I've never filler. bothered to watch One Piece for that. Yeah, yeah. It seems like way too much filler. If you get into One Piece now, just go for the manga, manga. Yeah. I said manga. I think it's manga. I wasn't um, gonna say. I, I don't man, know, you know what I mean. I'm not like that. You uh, know. <laughs> um, quirky, but. What else have we done? I tried playing this game called Carry On. You play as, like, the monster that escapes the lab. And yeah. you, like... Oh, yeah. The balls are digital, dude. right? <laughs> I thought it... you meant, like, carry-on luggage, bro. <laughs> like, I was like, what a game. What a concept. Um, It, it was a cool game. I, I, I didn't beat it. I kind of got bored. It was... Mm. I don't know. Do you, like, shoot your guts out to, like, attach to things in that yeah, game? Yeah, I don't know how it is exactly. It's just, like, a mass of... Yeah. You're, like, a, you're like a Venom symbiote, right? Yeah, something like that. It's you, you like as you go through, you get more power ups and stuff, and different ways to eat people. Yeah, it's all flesh. Sounds like my ex-wife. <laughs> hey, oh, a massive um, goop. Oh, massive sentient flesh. <laughs> uh, another game. I. I oh what? Uh, no, I was just gonna say it's like I feel like there. Ha- I haven't played a game like this since. Uh... Uh, prototype. I don't know if you guys remember that PS3, Xbox 360 classic. Yeah, yeah. that's all about eating people, innocent people. I need to remaster that. Ah, uh, no, nah, I think it's probably not <laughs> they don't. Um. Uh, uh, oh, I played my friend Pedro. 
I didn't beat that mm. one, but uh, oh nice. It's, also Devolver. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I, yeah. I can't run. You're away Devolver fanboy, and you don't even know yeah. it. <laughs> like slowing down time, like doing flips and shooting people. Yeah, it's like Bollywood physics. Like you kick up a, a frying pan, oh, shoot yeah. it, and it like ricochets. And hell yeah, it's pretty cool. I like that game. Um, there's like a sequel coming out, right? I think oh, so. Is there? Something. Oh, that... I think like they announced something. That's pretty cool. Um, can... I beat Black Mesa. Which nice. is the remake of Half Life One, way better in my opinion than Half Life One. I mean, Half Life One is a lot older, but they actually yeah. cut a lot of stuff out. And um, I never beat Half Life One because I would always get stuck in this one part. It was like this underground railroad or like like a transit type part. Mm-hmm. I hated that part. Mm-hmm. And in this game, it pretty much cut all of that out. <laughs> Did it cut out area of Yeah. but yeah it was cool and they even added i guess the big thing about black mesa is at the end of the original half-life where you go into like this the other planet where the aliens come from zen they actually added a bunch of stuff to that so like there's this bar a boss i think it was called like the I don't know, Gnark or some, some weird thing. <laughs> it's pretty much like the mama head crab. Friggin' flea bomb. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's just a, um, like a, a mama head crab. It's like huge and it's got like a big testicle egg sack thing swinging around. Nice. <laughs> same, same. Does it yeah. still have that scientist running towards those soldiers going, wait, take me with you. I'm the one man who knows everything. It does still have that. That's a really good impression of the Half-Life <laughs> scientist. Holy fuck. That was good. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, but the Gnark. In the original Half-Life, it was just a boss. And this one, in Black Mesa, it's this really cool. It's an entire chapter where you're just running from him. And like mm. you're like crawling oh, through cool. tunnels, and you anyways on top of you trying to get to you. It, it, it's um pretty much if you want to get into the Half Life series, I would start with Black Mesa. So it's yeah. like so it's like a remix as opposed to like a true to form like yeah remake like pixel by pixel you know just like better graphics yeah. or whatever. Pretty Sounds much. like they I mean, yeah like cut a whole it, bunch of stuff that wasn't necessary for the experience, but I, it I, seems described to me as a love letter to Half Life One. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I heard, heard that, that um, a developer, developer for, for Half of Alex, Alex, he, he went, went to go play Half Life 1 for like inspiration, inspiration and, and he just couldn't do it. it. He just wasn't having that much fun. So he actually played Black Mesa and he liked it so much more. So even the developers that have like Black Mesa. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. I've only played the beginning of it like when it hit 1.0 a while ago, but I like just walking into Black Mesa, like the facility. And, like, I, because it's, like, a really tiny entrance room that you walk in. There's, like, a dude in the original game. There's, like, a dude at a desk, and he's just, like, hey, and you walk by, whatever. Mm -hmm. But you come in, and it's, like, got all these screens, and it's, like, Mm. blue. Yeah. And it's just, it's, like, it looks way cooler. And they totally changed the level geometry of stuff, like, a ton. It's definitely, yeah, more like a love letter than anything else. Yeah. So cool. I remember I I was talking, I went to PAX East, and those guys were there, uh, the devs of Black Mesa. And I was just, like, asking them, like, questions about it and um like are you guys allowed i was like asking like the legal side of it or whatever like are you guys allowed to do like is the valve sponsored and like oh yeah like totally um you know they're they're not coming after us and in fact some of the devs like you said casper um 
are like super into it. So, yeah. Little do they know, Gabe Newell's been slowly swimming from New Zealand to, to like, them. Like, <laughs> he's like, a, to he's kill like, them. he's like Godzilla, like crossing the ocean, like on the, yeah. on the ocean floor. <laughs> There's just little bits of bubbles near the surface, and that's all. <laughs> um, cool. Um, Anything else you've been playing, Casper? No. Oh, the only other thing is I uh, built my sister a gaming PC. I'm getting her into PC mm, gaming. Nice. Ooh. And, or uh, or per- yeah, probably. yeah, I know. You're really slapping her with like the undead curse, bro. Not, what are you doing? Not only that, I have so many Steam games, and we're family shared. Do the share? Yeah. yeah. So she just has a buttload of games now, just a, a whole huge backlog. That's why yeah, I gotta suffer through it. She has to too, because yeah. she she was about to have her as a guest. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, she was borrowing like a lot of like she would jump on your computer all the time, right, Casper? And, like, yeah, she was using my computer a lot, and then she eventually just wanted her own. Yeah. So I, I built her one, and for the most part, it went really well. But as soon as I, you know, turned it on, it just nothing happened. Oh, and I was boo. so oh, yeah. worried. I just didn't push the ram enough the way. Oh yeah, okay. I've done that before. Like, yeah. <laughs> I fucked it. I completely <laughs> broke it. Oh, <Yeah. laughs> uh, oh, nice. Good question for you though. Is her PC better than yours, or did you give her like some handy down parts? It's better. No, it's better. It's okay. Just, because wow. she wanted something that would last for a while, so I kind of future-proofed it. What a good brother. Um, if that was me, dude, like, building one for my little brother, which is, in <laughs> fact, what happened. I built myself a newer PC, gave him the old one. Gave yeah. him all the old components, uh, yeah. yeah. Just, just take it. I'd be lying if I I've been thinking about jealous. doing that to my brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, that's that's it for me. Nice. Very cool. Greg, your turn, bud. Mm. What are you playing? I've, I've been quite busy... Um, and he has to go do something else, I think, right now. So I'll go and you can tell me yeah, when you get back. my sausage at the end. All right. <laughs> Respect. He's got to get his sausage. It's a whole innuendo. I don't know. I don't know too much about it. Um, what have I been playing, though? I mean, I beat Elden Ring since we last talked. Mm-hmm. I believe I hadn't beaten it the last time. What, um, what, did you get the basic ending? Or? No, I don't want to spoil it because okay. we're not reviewing it okay but i got one of the special endings okay uh and i know everyone and their grandma has like played and beaten or given up on elden ring at this point but still someone could be listening that wants yeah. to play it yeah. um the <laughs> i saw a funny article that was like it's like 90 percent of elden ring's player base is not non-active like it was trying to like dunk on it oh yeah and it's like duh dude it's a single player game and everybody already beat it like yeah they either beat what do you it mean or... of course yeah of course everybody's gone bro we'll be back when the dlc shows up but um yeah in other words that... people left after the movie was over <laughs> yeah right yeah. <laughs> totally exactly what is expected right. to happen yeah yeah um i don't know like i should have like prepped myself for this i'm like what have i been doing it's all a blur i've been able to play that many video games like work stuff's been really busy Mm -hmm. um i did watch all of severance on apple tv Mm. and i really liked it cody i feel like if you haven't seen it you would like it yeah it's on my list i i was watching um i didn't mention it in my segment but i was watching another apple plus tv show um after party so i'm like trying to make my way through the apple tv plus because i've actually been putting out some good stuff yeah what's after party again so it's um miller and lord i think miller and lord um working on it it's a tv show it's like a murder mystery uh comedy um with like a awesome cast ben you're telling me that this is this is directed by like a small girl from new zealand that sings 
uh Who? Phil uh Lord mi- uh Phil Lord and the guys who did 21 Jump Street. Oh, I see. Yeah. It's got Sam Richardson. I I like him, so that seems a good enough reason to watch it yeah. for me. Put it on your list, dude. Yeah. But yeah, I've been meaning to watch Severance. It looks really good. Yeah, it's pretty solid. It's uh like just silly enough and not serious enough, but it also has like intrigue, like mm. Like I get really stressed out watching prestige shows. Like I'm also watching Severance right now, and I like just get like so anxious yeah. about what the fuck these horrible people are gonna do to themselves and each other. Like I can't handle it. So it was, it was nice watching something that was like not like a straight up sitcom or anything that was you know it had like a pacing to it and it just wasn't too too stressful. So it was good. I recommend it. Um, yeah, that's it, dude. I don't know. But now we can do Greg. Yeah, now I'm back. <laughs> now that Greg's back. <laughs> um, I have not. His sausage is cooked. <laughs> yeah, it is, and it's gonna go into some nice pasta later. Mm. Um, I haven't really had a chance to play all too much lately. I've since I've been real busy moving, mm. which is why my background mm. is different. In case anyone's actually watching this. Dang, we took mm. so long to make this episode that Greg moved. Yeah, I got a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I moved twice. <laughs> That's nuts. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I have I've been playing a lot of Deep Rock lately. Mm-hmm. I can't. Nice. It's just like such an easy game to just sink in and do a couple of runs in. Total yeah. comfort game. Yeah, yeah. I really like that game. Um, I've also just been playing a lot of Paradox games, like a couple of Stellaris campaigns here and there, a couple CK three mm. campaigns. Maybe some city skylines. If I really want to just vibe out. They got a nice. sale going, right? This probably be the sale will be over, but there's a Steam sale for Paradox Cavern. It's not Oh yeah, but it might be over like goes up. Yeah, it might be over like right now. But it was <laughs> not over um when I was at work earlier. Yeah. Like I guess how it's were topical. Yeah, yeah. Do you wanna date the No figure out when we filmed it? But no, that's cool. I know, you know, I feel like in our friend group, we have a lot of um, Paradox fans. Mm-hmm. A bunch of map weirdos, I like to call them. Is, is Civilization... Uh, Civilization no. is not. It's oh, Firaxis. Okay. I don't know how to pronounce it, but... Yeah, Firaxis, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's in the kind of... It's kind of the same flavor. That one is probably the way more... Ju- accessible than everything way more accessible for babies yeah Yeah. that is that is a much uh, like much more simple because another thing is that the uh, paradox games are not turn-based they're like constant Mm. time um uh and civ is obviously famously turn-based um kind of like humankind i think is also in that vein i haven't played humankind but it looks it looks a lot closer to civ yeah like yeah it's like kind of bridges the gap between the two i think Mm. yeah Speaking of that, I tried to, uh, I tried out Surviving Mars because that oh, was like by Paradox. I've actually and then also someone... been playing Surviving Mars lately. <sighs> I couldn't get into it. I didn't think it was that fun. I don't know why. I I liked like, it. Um, yeah. It's just like it seems like it takes a long time for it to like get to where you're like it. it feels like Factorio, yeah. but like less. I don't yeah. know. I haven't played right. much Factorio. Maybe I should but... try it again. Yeah, I, it took me a couple tries of, like, learning what would work and what wouldn't before I, like, started really getting it. Mm-hmm. Right. But I feel like eventually once you start getting all those domes down and you start getting the infrastructure right, it starts being a lot more, like, managey. 
and also you know mm -hmm. dealing with the disasters and stuff a little bit like frostpunk honestly in that regard disasters are yeah fun and i and those kind i of wanted games. to check it out because i like tr uh the tropico games mm. and i was like oh it's by the tropico devs but published by paradox like that'll be like yeah like right in that middle of those two but i just i don't know i didn't find it that fun. i also like the the build grid for that hexagonal rather than mm. square yeah and that was cool that was definitely cool but but yeah i i did like the tropico games i played a lot of tropico 5 yeah, I dropped Go Six, and I still have yet to play it. I should stream it one of these days. Hmm. Yeah. All right, what do you guys think? Should we get into it? Yeah, Let's jump right in. All right, fellas, we're talking about Outer Worlds. I forgot, as I usually do, to pull up the description from oh, Wikipedia for people that maybe don't know about it. So, the Outer Worlds is a this is straight from Wikipedia. I love quoting it. Thank you, Wikipedia. Do you have to give credit? To to wikipedia when you quote it or is it like totally you open knowledge to. outer worlds it's fallout yeah. with more capitalism yeah he nailed it <laughs> classic very true um yeah it's a. Uh, it's just yeah the description sucks uh yeah it's a it's a, it's a western rpg mm. game uh that is set in space yeah um, have you ever wondered what borderlands would be like if it was a bethesda game <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> pretty much yeah i mean Mm -hmm. um, of course it is obsidian yeah, it's, though like right yeah so it's got of, some pedigree it's got a lot of follow new vegas feel to it for sure yeah um but it's first person i'm trying to just like drop keywords about it first yeah. for uh seo you know oh, yeah. <laughs> uh first person uh bullet time uh dialogue tree uh, reputation choice, system reputations um it's it's pretty par for the course like western rpg like feels like fallout feels like skyrim feels like all those it feels like prey yeah it's kind of uh, like it's all where you like where the fallout series like should have gone probably a long time ago um but they just take mm -hmm. so long making their games you know of course starfield's coming yeah. out which is kind of funny because jazz obsidian uh, i am excited too, for that. i have not looked into it at all but just like the concept of it sounds fun for sure. Yeah, I'll probably I, like, get it. Very aggressively avoid any news about games that I it, mm. that way. I think totally surprised. I think Starfield got delayed. It did. I did it see did. that news? I yeah. <laughs> at least was going to be waiting around in November. Oh, like, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a fork and a knife. Yeah. <laughs> Ready to eat. Um, um, but yeah, I think yeah. that you know something that stuck out to me uh when playing so i beat outer worlds a long time ago. I, that's probably where we should start i guess like how much time did everybody put into it um, yeah so I, this time around i only put maybe maybe around 10 hours um i was trying to rush to the dlc that i haven't been that I haven't played yet um but it mm -hmm. you kind of got to beat the almost beat the full game before you can do the dlc um but i think that i like outer worlds a lot when it came out um i was pretty big into it um, I didn't do any assignments for like a week and a half and just yeah played through it. So. My schoolwork. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that was me this time around. Probably only around ten hours. So. I was already out of college when this game came out, so I was just ignoring my girlfriend and my <laughs> cat. <laughs> uh, just kidding. I didn't play this game when it came out. Um. I only played like six hours of this game. I know I had a whole month, uh, but like I said, I didn't have a lot of time for video games this month. And I just, 
didn't it didn't grab me yeah. honestly and sometimes get into like why that. and stuff you gotta be like in just, the mood for a certain type of game maybe or i just don't, i think in general these types of games don't do it for me that much mm-hmm. like i have never uh the only like western rpg like this i've ever beaten with skyrim and that's because it was like the game to be playing yeah. when i was in high school you were lame like 100%. if you didn't play skyrim yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like i didn't beat fallout 3 or 4 or pray as we have discussed i didn't beat that like i just don't beat these games yeah they just don't do it for me is it because they have like a lot of different stuff like all over the place i think so um i also just don't think like i'm not that big into first person shooters in general and so Mm -hmm. like if you like if you like half-ass the first person shooter stuff it just doesn't like i feel like if i'm gonna play a first person shooter it's gotta feel good like i love doom eternal and doom like those are those feel so good and, like, I just thought, like, shooting people in this game didn't feel that good. And, like, it's, like, half the game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so. definitely. Um, So when I first played it, I played it on PC. But this time around, I played it on a PS. Or I played it on Xbox One. Um, mm-hmm. And it was, or Xbox Series, whatever. Anyway. But uh, it's very clunky. <laughs> you don't clunky, even know what you got. Very clunky playing on controller. It didn't feel. And they have the um the time slowdown, which you mentioned before, the bullet time. It's definitely supposed to, like, supplement, like, it doesn't feel that good to shoot things with the, to move around with the controller, right? Yeah. Um, so we got the bullet time to help you out there. Um, so the yeah. bullet time is cool, but it's no. That's was a cooler thing. I mm, think it was uh, more like in, more of a system versus. Yeah. Was it, I think it was called Adreno time, right? Something. Like, uh think, yeah, time dilation or something they call something. it. Yeah, because you were frozen or, or I, something. I, you... Okay, I think it was the medicine you took. I think that was Adreno time. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Um, I I play. You up, bro. I think I played around like twenty hours. Um, mm. I, I kind of I felt the same way as Evan a bit, where like I it wasn't grabbing me. I played like an hour a day, and you know I eventually yeah. beat it, but I I wasn't like hooked and I wasn't playing for like all day or something, mm. you know. Um, but I mean I, I beat it. I liked it. I did all the uh, faction quests and I like companion quests and stuff the the main stuff pretty much there was a couple of missions i didn't do yeah yeah nice and then greg what about you brother i got recently i have like five hours in this game i I did like i beat it did a little refresher yeah i did like a 35 hour playthrough before when i first played it and it did like it definitely hooked me. I'm into these yeah. games, but uh, yeah, I did like I love the world. It's like so, so much like going on in it. It feels like there's really like a lot of interactable NPCs, which I really liked. Uh, yeah, I also really like. It's just like a really pretty game. Like a lot of the landscapes yeah. are really mm-hmm. beautiful. Uh, and honestly, as far as these games go, I think it's got like the best gunplay. Uh, mm. Like as far as like oh definitely if you definitely beats like, Fallout Three yeah, yeah. Well, Fallout Three is fucking like ten years old <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> I came out in two thousand eight it's fourteen years old uh, or seven probably yeah, yeah. but um but uh, it's I mean even like comparing it to Fallout Four I, I liked it more than Fallout Four uh but after the the playthrough I did recently. Or like I started a while ago, but then I picked up again recently. I've been doing a melee only playthrough. Highly mm. recommend. I made the character really dumb, like using the dumb trait. Funniest fucking dialogue. 
Positive yeah. <laughs> Every time I pick it, no matter what, and it's always like a, a much better interaction than when I went through before and just use like normal dialogue because it'll be something like like somebody like you could catch somebody trying to fucking hide a body and you'd just be like, oh man, you, this isn't where you're supposed to put the trash, and they're like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah uh i think that's a really cool feature of the game the like negative stats mm. you can take at the beginning yeah that was like the first thing when i was playing it that i was like oh this is a cool game like mm -hmm. i know i said i didn't end up liking it that much but i was like that, that is too. a cool um oh, aspect so which one which yeah, one did mechanic. you like run into first Evan? um i went i wanted to make my guy weak and smart so i mm. gave him like negative strength uh, and then put all of his shit into brains, yeah. and then a little bit into charm because he's like a you know, <laughs> smooth talking, smooth -talking yeah, scientist. Yeah. Did you um, did you get to the mm. point, Evan? Where like, did you ever get perk points? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you, I, did you get, get phobias and shit? Yeah. Did you get negative? Like, you, there was a point no. eventually. Like, say you die to the raptodons or whatever they're called yeah. a lot. But like, if you take enough damage from something, you can like yeah. get a bu a debuff for it for a perk point. Yeah, you'll get like Raphidon phobia, and if you take that, you can get an extra perk point. But it'll be oh, like plus cool. ten percent damage. Uh, like a Raptodons do ten percent damage to you, or like you do minus ten percent damage to them. Like, yeah, it, yeah. it is like to me most of the time it was like too detrimental for me to consider. Like, I, for I'm sure, just thinking yeah. like, I'm like gonna get perk point. points anyways. Yeah, I, yeah. I but some of them were like stuff up. that I wouldn't run into very often. I I mm -hmm. thought like, yeah, fucking why not. Yeah, the 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 one I ran to um in this past playthrough that I decided to take actually was um I I kept on like because I'm playing with the controller, I keep on accidentally hitting the the heal button. Um so eventually you do it so many times the you like become addicted to drugs and you have to like oh, use yeah. a drug every now and then or else you'll like have all these negative side effects. Like withdrawals. I, yeah, I, so I'm like you know what, I have so many heals, like I'll just do it because it pops up a icon on your top um your top left lets you know that you are like experiencing experiencing withdrawals so i'm just like ah oh, whatever hit myself with a heel if i'm full health whatever just <laughs> one um, of so mine that, that one was nuts. fine but one of mine was i became a food addict i have oh, i nice. had to keep eating or else my stats would just continue to lower so yeah. <laughs> every so often i just have to like pop a bag of whatever their food is called so you're just like picking up food yeah. everywhere and just yeah. like yeah that's pretty funny <laughs> The thing about these things is, like, they're cool that they give you that extra stat. And it's kind of same with, uh, like, going negative on the in, like, the intro part. Mm -hmm. But, like, that shit will just go up if you play the game. So, like, you're just setting yourself up for a permanent problem for, sure. for a resource that you can just get elsewhere, essentially, you know? I yeah. think. Like, but sometimes it's fun for roleplay. <laughs> oh, I agree with that. That's what I was going to say is, like, I was happy to take, like, minus 100 weight limit you know so that i could be a squawny widow scientist <laughs> but like that's like all of it though there's the only reason to do it mm -hmm. <laughs> is to pretend i think maybe the dumb thing uh is just really funny though that sounds really cool oh uh, no it's it like i if you d haven't given it a chance i like highly recommend making a dumb character because to me it makes the game completely different you interact yeah, yeah. with every npc in such a different way yeah yeah and most of the time it doesn't actually like punish you like if you're dumb you can you sometimes you still have access to the other dialogue options but you also just have like this really funny one <laughs> just fake it till you make it man you can do a lot of things in life when you're dumb. i do think the uh the build like 
the way that you build in that game is like very like you can concentrate into certain points to like make a really like specified build like when i was doing that melee only build you could do like like this vampirism kind of thing where if you like hit someone with melee you get a little health back which mm. is really useful you just like their blood splatter hits you on the lipstick nom, nom, nom. <laughs> yeah and it's really useful when your entire strategy is to run forward and bash with big hammer because big hammer yeah. big hammer <laughs> um, that's that's funny so my my kind of playthrough that i was going for was um kind of like what evan said like i wasn't so worried about like the melee stuff um but i put a ton of stuff in intelligence and uh, persuasion and stuff like that um i got to a point where i can pretty much just like boss my companions around and just like tell them like i go kill stuff i'm gonna like loot and i'm just like walking around and my companions are just doing all the work for me um i think at some point you get a shrink ray so i'm trying to get like be the shrink race i'm gonna not kill anyone but my companion is just gonna like shoot a bunch of shrunken people what uh, was your favorite <laughs> companion oh that's a good question well so i guess before we jump into that casper what kind of build did you um were you kind of going for oh um i went for like a smart scientist type guy mm. engineer oh yeah we have a type boys that's, see, that's like, like the skinny see, twinkie boys it just feels that, like the most natural right because like you got to be able to hack yeah. you got to be able to like um you know do I, that kind of stuff see, right? i find if you have like a real like bad build for that kind of thing you have to use your companions like yeah right that's yeah, true. I, you have to, like, I do like having to like manage it more as a team and not being able to just lone wolf the entire time i didn't actually realize yeah. that you had to level up um a stat like specific stats for companions yeah they have they have their own perks or whatever yeah yeah so i had to i did that later because like i couldn't even use their i knew that they had abilities but they were mm. blacked out so i right. didn't know how to use them that's nuts yeah yeah i didn't i didn't know you could do that i didn't get far enough <laughs> <laughs> um yeah the companions are cool though i mean it's a cool system it's better than what fallout 4 did with companions for sure uh which is to say basically nothing yeah um and uh like seems like they actually all have cool unique dialogue options when they are like with you mm. and in conversation with the npcs and they all have their own abilities and stuff it's cool yeah I they like, like jump in the conversation and stuff and like they all have um i think I and mean, this is kind of where the the obsidian you know developer part shines through more than like the bethesda part um is their their writing right so like each all the companions like feel you know like they were here first and they've lived a life and then you you just jump in and meet them right yeah. um right I think... so to answer greg's question i mean everybody falls in love with poverty right <laughs> yeah yeah i like poverty yeah. yeah my favorite companion Ashley was Birch's Birch's though. dulcet tones dude oh dude she, she could talk to me any day sorry my my favorite companion was sam all the mechanic or the the yes, uh, neutralized oh yeah yeah <laughs> when um, sam jumps in to the because he'll jump into dialogue too sometimes and it's yeah. always just the best fucking quip that can <laughs> come out of his out of his fucking speech as speakers i guess <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yes yeah. he just fucking melts shit he actually melts shit he's really useful in a fight <laughs> Yeah, he's a ro so he's a robot companion. Yeah, he's, he's a cleaning robot. robot. To shoot acid. Yeah, hell. So yeah. like he will keep just being like, just like mess eradicated. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually on the ship the whole time. You just have to like find the right parts to activate him. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. 
Um, what did you, you guys get the? Uh, I don't, I like the priest um, companion. Oh, Vicar. Okay. Oh, yeah. you can Vicar become, Max. I didn't know he could become a companion. Yeah, you have to like find. I like his character. He sends you like on a quest to find a book or whatever. Yeah. You give. I didn't turn that in, but I did. You it. give him the book, and he's like, "Oh, thank you. Finally, now I can learn." This is French. I can't read French. Yeah, the underground. Can't read fucking French. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, okay, can I go with you? Because he's like in search for whatever answers to the higher power, Scientology. Yeah. Or Law. It's scientism. scientism. <laughs> I wrote that down. Um. Yeah. I. I only. Uh. Like start hung out with Parvati. I yeah. didn't. I didn't get to know any other companions yet. But I thought her character was cool and like how yeah like it seemed like she's she had a just story beforehand she's like the space capitalism equivalent of a sweet midwestern girl i mean <laughs> yeah 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 and I, so like um, I, you know she's not very like confident in herself and like you see her kind of like you know standing like when she jumps in a dialogue she's like more assertive and stuff i don't know it's, when i first yeah. played through it i was like wow this is way different than you know your fallout Oh, yeah, way different than like Fallout 4 and stuff. Yeah, because like it kind of feels like they're actually developing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. I was not expecting, like, uh, when you go to divert the power, like, Mm. I'm pretty sure most people are like, fuck, fuck the company. Yeah, yeah. They're dicks, you know? But then she goes, if she's with you, she's like, hey, maybe reconsider. Like, there's, you're going to, I know, I don't like them either, but you're going to hurt people if you do that. Right. And it was like she's lived with those she, people, right? Like she, so yeah, yeah. it makes sense. It may, sure. I did still say fuck the company, you know. I'm <laughs> union all the way. It's yeah, yeah. uh, but the companions uh, are cool because um, they'll all have different ideologies, and sometimes when you're mm. talking or whatever, they'll actually fight or argue with each other mm, about right. what oh, you should do. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So depending on who you do, you might yeah. get like a completely different uh answer or whatever. It is very replayable, yeah. especially because it's so short. True. Which, yeah. Uh, right. Honestly, when I finished, when I finished the game, I was like, "Wow, that was a very digestible length campaign." Right. Yeah. For the first time ever. <laughs> yeah, like I like I finished and I was like, that was very refreshingly short. It was enjoyable, but it was like not too long. It didn't overstay its welcome, and I really liked that. Right. Yeah. I definitely think. Yeah. Um, I feel like I, I thought I was like not getting through it, but I feel like I must be like if I beat the first area or whatever, like the, the Emerald. The Bale. game does really open up like once you make that decision to divert the power and then you get off the planet. It really does open up like that. Yeah. Because um, mm-hmm. like right after that, you have the decision. Well, you have to go to like a certain place, but then right after that, you can go to like multiple different planets. I think once you do like a couple of quests, um, and that's where you can see like, you know, each planet's got its own landscape and environment and that sort of thing um so that definitely makes it more interesting than the like the tutorial planet right like yeah right they're just trying to show you like hey you know we got choices and here's your first companion that sort of thing um yeah and it was i I don't know I, i i guess i wasn't thinking of it as like a tutorial planet i thought it was like indicative of the size of the game overall gotcha. yeah yeah um because all the other games usually just dump you out into the world just walk. and you can go wherever. Yeah, right. yeah. Even if it gets you like, you know, shot to death. So it was weird. I felt like it was I felt restrictive. But yeah, they were just, you know, keeping the training wheels on me. Yeah. Right. 
yeah that's how the witcher 3 was like the first area feels kind of big and then you go to the next area and you're like oh yeah you're like oh wait <laughs> yeah this is a big ass game uh, that I, I will never beat i did think there was a lot of really cool environments like even in just the vanilla game like excluding dlc like monarch is a really beautiful planet to walk on mm-hmm. even if it is incredibly dangerous uh there was those mm-hmm. like that failed terraforming asteroid belt thing right. yeah that was cool we're like yeah i really like that we're like the entire map is basically under these bubbles that are left yeah. over from a failed failed oh, terraforming cool. project that that was really cool and then like the the first um like when you first get off of the the first planet and you go to the uh the shipping like the groundbreaker hub, groundbreaker yeah and it's it's like the what did they say like the only part that's not controlled by the company yeah because um, i think that's the, that's the sister ship of the uh ship that you were on yeah right. it's one of the first colony ships yeah and it got turned into like um basically a galactic transit hub yeah, yeah and it's like the it's hmm. like the you know plant in the flag like hey we're the only place that's like free from the companies that that ship is pretty cool because um once you like get through customs or whatever it is mm. And you actually get to like that big door. It opens up, yeah. and it's just like a bunch of like company billboards all over the place. It, yeah, looks, yeah. it looks pretty cool. Yeah. Do you guys have any like moments in the game, like visually, that were like that stunned you? Like kind of what Casper's saying. Like you open the door, and it's like whoa. That's definitely the first one, the one that Casper said. Like when you realize, like yeah, oh, there's all these different businesses, and there's you know a ton of people to talk to on the groundbreaker. And... Kind of like the Blade Runner moment, you know? You look at right, it, you're like yeah. that's a real cool visual. Yeah. I uh, I like the when you I know I only played the first area, but like when you get to your ship and then you it's like okay go to, um, whatever it's called, uh, Edgewater. Mm-hmm. You can see Edgewater and it's framed really well in this. I took a screenshot of it that I could probably put in the video, but um, it's like a like two mount little little hills. I say mountains, they're just little hills, and then the spire at the center is like coming up right between them and it just makes this nice little castle silhouette it's really cool classic video games you know go to the castle (laughs) yeah um what about yeah what about you greg in in general just like i I think that that moment for me was probably stepping out onto those asteroids and just being like wow like you can like see all the stars and yeah you just kind of like you're sitting there like you're like wow this is really space you know like we made it we're in a space game holy fuck yeah that that part was pretty cool um and that's like the one that sticks out the most to me uh yeah but also you know the just like um monarch is like when you first get out and you kind of just like look across and there's this sprawling hostile wilderness and you like the entire time leading up to it, you're just hearing like, oh no, don't go to Monarch. Like, but yeah. like, you just keep hearing like Monarch's basically a dead planet. Like, right. Cause like you're, you're trying to ask like people like, oh, how do I get there? Like, you know, I need like that nav key or whatever to land there and all that stuff. Yeah. And then people are like, why the hell are you trying to go there? It's super hostile. Like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause like through all of the dialogue, I'd like the entire time leading up to it, I'm just imagining like, this dead planet like yeah. like barely even an atmosphere like full desert and then you get down there and it's just this lush like jungle canyon with a bunch of like rock hmm. features and shit and a bunch of yeah. wildlife running around and you're like what the fuck and then you get attacked <laughs> and you're like oh yeah oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah man i should have gone to another planet you guys are making me want to go back and keep playing this game yeah, but no that's the it's thing though much... Evan. like it, if it didn't like 
you know, if you're not if you're not jiving with it now, like not much you can do, right? Like you shouldn't you shouldn't force yourself to. It it, it is it, like but... definitely like more of the same. It's just with a lot of different scenery. Yeah, you might yeah. you might have like the urge to play it later on. Though, I will say, but the pacing of the game is kind of weird because the first planet is pretty big and Monarch is pretty big and everything else yeah. in between is really small. For sure. So like you go when you say first planet, do you mean what yeah, I did? The tutorial planet. That's cons- that's considered big on the scale because I thought that was wicked small. It's. <sighs> It's, it's when you compare it to other games <laughs> yeah it is it well, is well yeah small. for sure yeah. for sure um monarch was definitely larger i think but it's it a lot of monarch yeah monarch is probably the mm-hmm. largest but like the first planet was probably the second largest wow yeah so i mean after that you're kind of like if you just do the main story you're probably like halfway through the game and i can't speak for the size of the dlc um yeah. i do know one of the dlcs that i was doing uh it was really interesting. It was on that gas giant planet, and it was like a bunch of floating islands, basically. Right. It was. It was real cool. Like they're all just basically being held up by jets. I think. Like. Yeah, I gotta. I gotta play, man. I That's gotta play sick. The DLC. It kind of. I get it. Um, but you know when the DLC comes out, so it must have come out like a long time after the game came out, right? Um. Yeah, I think so. So at that point, like you know, we're talking about a been a while and i would want to replay it all anyways but i kind of just want to jump in the dlc oh something that i gotta i gotta rant about for a little bit to the dlc by playing a dumb character that's the solution right then you have fun while you do it that's a good point um so i i originally put in like maybe four hours on my pc um and i tried to do like a cross save thing on my xbox and like this is the one game that doesn't cross save even though it's like a Bethesda, which is like a Xbox thing, so you'd think it all meshed it's together. Not Bethesda. Yeah, but it really this game me is off. not Bethesda. I don't know Bethesda. Yeah, it's um <laughs> Obsidian, but the uh really pissed me off, man, because <laughs> I had to restart the game and I just did like all the same things because I like where my character was going. Um, so I just mm-hmm. had to restart like four hours, but yeah, it, that sucks. That blows. If I, if I was really into the game, I wanted to play one playthrough and then. I wanted to play a second one with the, um, I don't know, it was like survival difficulty or something where like you mm-hmm. have to sleep, you have to eat. Um, yeah, I was never oh, into cool. that. Like in um, when like that same kind of mode was in the the Fallout games. I I never really. That's not why I play these kinds of games, but I, I could see like the allure to it, you know. But, yeah. I did it, it for Skyrim. Poor role playing. Yeah. Because you could like camp and ship the Creation Club stuff, mm. and like oh, that was cool. just a good way for me to just like zone out and lose a few hours just roaming through the, the skyrim wilderness eating whole ass cheese wheels hey, <laughs> i would have one right <laughs> yeah um if i could rant about something for a second since we're on rants mm-hmm. uh why all these games allow me to steal anything i could ever want from anyone ever yeah. and they rarely make me feel bad about it and i'm like you should make me feel bad somehow is there a negative perk that I will get in this game, like from stealing too much, that turns me into like a kleptomaniac That's or something? Good, like where you have to. Know. Never tried, but maybe. I, I, you, what do you, you guys don't just steal everything no. when you go somewhere? Sometimes, but half the times my inventory was full, so I just didn't. I couldn't. Uh, yeah, I ran into that a lot. Half the um, times I just uh, think, well, this is I somebody see. else's. <laughs> <laughs> it's guy, a computer. Right? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> um, so whenever I would, like sometimes when you steal stuff um and someone watch is like watches you do it they run up to you and they're like hey what the heck 
Yeah. And then I and then was you like, just be like, I didn't steal I, anything. I would have you such hit high a persuasion that I would just be like, yeah. You didn't see it. I didn't do it. And I, they're just like, oh, okay. I think <laughs> I there's a dumb was, dialogue yeah. option for that, too. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> I, I thought it was weird that this game didn't have pickpocket in. Like, mm, that's yeah. a good point, too. Yeah, yeah, it's the future. No one wears pocket. <laughs> yeah. Um, just carried it all around in your hand. I didn't really um, get why there was like so much. Like, do you in the city, you would find something on the ground and it, you could just take it, you have to steal it. But it's like, who whose toothpaste is this on the ground? I mean, <laughs> in the middle of the city. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah, that's, uh, I, I don't know. You either. pick it up, and um, some guard from like a mile away sees it and starts running towards you. You got to bring it to like lost and found in the city or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, when I uh, when I went to collect the power drive thing from Edgewater after I cut the power. Mm-hmm. I the first time I went, I like killed everybody, all the guards, and then it was like your reputation went down like a ton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then I reloaded my save and I did. I went all sneaky mode. The only time in that game I snuck, I snuck through, grabbed it, and ran. Mm. Uh, the only thing that sucks is you immediately aggro everybody standing out front of the plant when you do that. Oh really? Right. Like there's like a big crowd of people like protesting or some shit out front, and you could talk to them for a second, then go in, and then you steal the thing or whatever and all the townspeople pull out their guns that i guess they have <laughs> and they just start lighting you up dude it was very weird i was not expecting that at all huh. yeah definitely but. sneaking and pickpocketing stuff was not the best i mean obviously the pickpocketing wasn't there but just like that kind of gameplay didn't really seem um it wasn't as centric as or at least yeah you know, like vi- as viable especially seeming. when you in the very beginning of the game like when it's like oh here's how you crouch and stay undetected so you'd think like at the start oh okay maybe this is gonna be a big part of it do it yeah it is when you're playing melee only i got you yeah that makes uh, sense yeah, 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 yeah close those gaps yeah there's a part uh evan didn't get to it probably but later in the game you get like this holographic disguise and mm, in certain rooms right. you could like sneak in and they would think it was you but it was like deplete over time yeah, yeah, unless you like got out of sight, you'd be like on yeah. timer. Yeah, yeah, and then you'd have to talk to them and try and get out of it and like recharge or something. Mm. Yeah, you get like three strikes or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Um. All right. What else we got, boys, on here? Uh. Oh, you guys want to tell me what the story is? Wait, before that, of this game, I want to rant. I want to oh, yeah. rant myself about one thing. This is super sure, small, but rant. One every rant time <laughs> you talk to someone. Half of the time they'd have like this, it would be like a different scene when you talk to them. And I think it would be rendered higher and they would have like a light source appear behind them. So their ear would always glow, kind of like that subsurface transmission you would get. And it just weirded me out because when you talk to them beforehand, their ear isn't glowing. And then all of a sudden there's like a light source behind them. Right. It just right. I also noticed that that it's totally like a separate, yeah, it's like a separate scene when you start dialogue. Like, uh, like it kind of, you can uh, see kind of like par- a cut. Well, I put Parvati in armor, yeah, or whatever. Oh, and that, then her helmet's and, and off. And then in the cutscene, she's just in her normal clothes right. again, like the same yeah. clothes that she always wears. Yeah, true. So. Yeah, that's, that's weird, actually. She shows up in armor in my cutscenes. Like they'll have their helmets off. But... Yeah, their helmets take off. I think. Yeah. Maybe maybe I just put a helmet on. And that's all I did, and I was like, "What the heck? Yeah, the helmet's gone." Anytime you talk but... to them, their helmet goes off, which I guess mm-hmm. makes sense. I think you can actually turn that off too. You can change that setting. Oh, oh hell yeah! Helmets yeah. on all the time. The helmet stays on. Yeah, I think I think you can change a setting to leave the helmets on during cutscenes. 
and dialogue. Okay. Well, with your helmet on, Casper, tell me what happened during this game. What what was I what's the whole point of this game? Um Story. spoiler heavy discussion. You are waking up. Oh, okay. First you are a passenger on the Hope, right? That was the name mm-hmm. of the colony ship that was going to whatever system this was the Halcyon system. Yeah. Um, but something goes wrong, everyone on the Hope is stuck in stasis. Yeah. Um then you are waking up by this like mad scientist guy that pretty much pretty much wants to bring down the corporations. He wants to help the people of uh Halcyon. More like mad dope scientists. He is pretty cool. Yeah, he's... Sick. <laughs> um so pretty much uh he wakes you up and he sends you on missions pretty much the whole game. Although you can I'm pretty sure backstab him like immediately. You can turn him in. Yeah, you can so you can just immediately just become a corporate slave. I've I, I never tried it. <laughs> No, I actually don't know like how. Who do you follow after that? Do you like? Yeah, I don't know operation? how they turn it. I, maybe it's just an alternate ending. I I didn't do it either, but there is that option to um. Oh, I know exactly where he. Where yeah, what if it just ends the game? Could just be a game ending. Yeah, it, it could, could just be, be an alternate either. ending. That would be funny. But um, so pretty much he sends you to a plant, the first plant, which is uh, Terra Two. Um, yeah. And he go. He sends you there to meet with the captain of. The unreliable yeah as soon as, dude, as soon as you land you just right down on him. him the yeah. uh you just land right on the captain Hawthorne. Ha- yeah captain hawthorne which you can take the identity of i think yeah. yeah 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 a lot of people yeah called me hawthorne or captain yeah so you could either just go with that or you could just use your own name which is another thing i kind of wonder how that would change the story the, the game gave you a lot of options which I liked. Um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely like, again, there's a bunch of replayability if you like wanted to explore all of the options it gives you. Yeah, which is why it's such a good thing that it's a short game. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then pretty much the rest of the story is just you either taking down the corporations or helping the corporations, or I think you could just help yourself too. That's probably another option. Just. I mean, it's an obsidian game. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you go to Terra Two. You either help the Seltuna, yeah, right, uh, Seltuna, factory, Seltuna factory, or you help the Gardens or something like a yeah. tribe of people who split off because they didn't like deserters. Yeah, deserters. Awful people. <laughs> no, they're great. Swine. Um, but I guess like so what what is it Casper like the whole the mad scientist dude I forgot his name he's a really Phineas Phineas yeah he's a really fun character to talk to Mm -hmm. Um, but his whole goal is to um, the part I am at right now where I can remember is he's trying to revive everyone from the hope because his thinking Mm -hmm. is like oh these people will help us in our quest to fight the corporation like, yeah everyone in the hope was like a scientist or some shit like yeah just like supposed to be colony like starters yeah yeah it's a really good like call to action right at the beginning because you're like getting woken out of stasis and you're just like wake everyone else up. It's like fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Like it's definitely a good motivator early on. Because I guess like the whole thing is because the hope went off course and like everyone was stuck in stasis, right? The the growth of the Halcyon system didn't go like the way it was supposed to. It was taken over by corporations um, instead of like free people, you know? Yeah. Um, I and see. corporations basically ran the place into the ground. 
Yeah. So it's pretty on the nose with its uh, themes. (laughs) Yeah. A little bit. Just a little Um, tad. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, either way, there's like, it's it's not so simple as um, just uh, pressing the button and waking them all up because Mm. uh, like the, the Phineas had to make a special concoction to to safely revive you right yeah yeah um, right so that you wouldn't experience what was like like rapid rapid explosive decompression or whatever yeah yeah Yeah. like ironic sci-fi affliction or whatever when you eventually go back to the hope it actually you can actually find like log files from phineas testing people because you mm. actually weren't the first person who tried to wake up. It's a little dark, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of sad too because he he's like going. Cra- it sounded like he wasn't crazy, and then he's just slowly started going crazy because people were melting in front of him. Like they would <laughs> yeah. come back for like a few minutes, and then they just smelt into Explode. water. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he yeah. was like freaking out, and you actually kind of feel bad for him because. Throughout a lot of the game, you don't really know how much he actually wants to help people or if he just is mm. in it for himself. Right. Yeah, they kind of keep his intentions really vague most of the time. Yeah. That's cool. But um, So what do you think then at the end, like after playing it, like were his intentions good? I think so, Or yeah. do you think it's like a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's pretty clear. I mean, he, I mean, he was testing on people, so... I mean, either way, they were dead. In yeah, that's the one yeah. sense, but I, maybe it could have been done a better way. I don't. We could get into a whole ethical discussion yeah. <laughs> about like actual like because they freeze people today on the thought that they could live someday, yeah. you know. Um, Although those people are like dead when they go in. Uh, yeah, there's like a there's like a word for it. I completely forget, but Cry- it's where it's cryogenics. Um, no, no, no. Sorry, the yeah. oh. it's like in in sci-fi where it's like a little dark, or maybe like maybe that's just good sci-fi, right? Um, but spooky yeah i don't know that's oh you're looking for like a word um, for the genre or something yeah where it's like it's like sci-fi but it's not the it's not the hopeful like sci-fi it's like like weird everything's got like a it's all fucked up under the hood you know um (laughs) same but like for example like when you when you're helping the deserters um and you find out oh she was able to like you know start a whole garden that's great right why do we need Mm -hmm. this saltuna the reason why is because it's using dead bodies to like as compost or whatever for her garden that's able that's how she's able to oh, do that i missed that detail. I, mean, I missed that but you, ha- yeah, you have to kind of dig for it it's not it's right. not super apparent um but then on the flip side like the saltuna people like they're putting like wood chips and like dirt and sand and like it's not even yeah <laughs> like oh. actual food and that's- <laughs> you can tell the dude who runs the saltuna factory like oh the um she's figuring out how to grow shit in the soil because she puts bodies there and she's like what that's genius. Like, <laughs> like why, didn't, why didn't the company think of it first? That sort of thing. He's like um, literally just like, oh, that old that old hag. How does she figure it out? Right. Oh. So it's like, yeah. So like that's kind of, it's like, oh, at first you you know on the surface it's very hopeful. It's awesome sci-fi. It's really shiny. But then under the hood, it's like everything's all fucked up. Um, yeah. Which is something yeah. I thought was. Different yeah. than other, I guess, sci-fi games that I that I played. Yeah. So. Do you have? Are there any others that like, pa, like come to mind as far as like something that's like tonally like this? Those uh, are, in any kind of media. Yeah, I don't. Oh uh, no. I mean, I guess like I feel like you said like Blade Runner, like just that it's you know. Yeah, but Blade Runner starts dark. Yeah, like, this one's kind of this like thing funny, does have a special but... thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. This is silly. Honestly, uh, and then, like sinister underneath. Yeah, it is like a dark humor. Would Borderlands know? be considered yeah, definitely kind of dark humor? Like Borderlands Borderland. is a very similar universe. Yeah. I think as far as like 
stylistically, uh, I feel like Star Wars is actually pretty close. Like, okay, because when you think about the the classic like dichotomy of sci-fi, you've got Star Trek and Star Wars, and Star Trek mm. is very optimistic and like bright human future kind of thing, and Star yeah. Wars is like this kind of dark end result of a lot of like bad decisions that keep getting made kind of thing. Right. Mm. See that? That's a good comparison. I've never thought of Star Wars. Wars as like late capitalism before. I have to rewatch all those movies. <laughs> right, right. Well, when they're talking all the Senate, all the Senate meetings in the yeah. first couple movies. Yeah. They don't get anything done, bro, and then someone just rolls up, drains the swamp. It's nuts, dude. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, just to like finish off the story, pretty much the whole end goal is to find the magic goo to help yeah it's just to find enough material to make uh enough of the serum to revive yeah. everyone and then <laughs> oh and then that's it i figured there would be like a greater call to action after that well th- th- that's kind of where it it kind of right. there's different from... endings yeah well, right. right so like yeah. right before you wake up b oh sorry what are you saying Kai? i'm sorry everybody's talking with but it's like it's like from point a to point b it's like kind of a short like main story but then, like you know, classic Western RPG, like you're, you know, you're bobbing and weaving and doing all sorts of other stuff. But you're right the the initial quest to help Phineas, it, it's not that long. Yeah. Um, mm. So that's definitely um, you know goes to what we we're talking about earlier, where it's it is really replayable and you can do different builds and do different choices and stuff. So yeah, before yeah. you wake up the um, colonists, uh, well, Phineas gets captured, but I actually don't know what happens if you turn him in right away, if that even works. Mm. But um. Hmm. But at least the way I played, he gets captured. Then you have to, like, you go through uh, Tartarus, which is, like, the prison planet. And depending on who you helped, since I did most of the game and I did, like, all the faction quests, all the factions were, like, storming Tartarus. And, like, yeah. they were, like, trying to beat down the corporation and stuff. So you're just, like, running through, like, an entire battlefield. Yeah. That's and, cool. um, yeah. just to get to Phineas, because he's the one who can wake everyone up. Right, mm-hmm. so it's like, okay, you get the goal that Phineas was trying to go for to revive all the people, but now the story takes Phineas away, so you gotta, like... Yeah. That's how they, that's how they kind of, like, extend it, I guess, but... Yeah, and I yeah. also think... Well, it sounds like, like they work There's, there's obviously, like, like different options for accomplishing that kind of thing, too. I, um, yeah. I, yeah. I think there might even, like, if you have the right science stats, I think you might be able to even avoid rescuing them altogether and just, like, do it yourself. Probably, mm, yeah. That that sounds like a possibility. Fuck yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, I think yeah. you probably could do it. They gave you a lot of options. To there do there, it is, there yeah. is. This is like, um, like a very game. pure RPG for me because like, yeah, yeah there's yeah. so many different roles you can play. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like such an extensive dialogue system too, and like, so like your skills come in so much while you're talking. It's it's really cool. Like way unlike. Also, the character Fallout creator. <laughs> The mm-hmm. uh the like the the actual like physical character creator top notch. I managed mm-hmm. to basically like one for one recreate uh Paul Rudd. Nice. Oh, nice. That's who my berserker character is. Yeah, I I called my <laughs> stupid Paul Rudd. <laughs> I love Paul Rudd, dude. Come on. And he's, he's, he's no, no, no. Dude. But he made him an idiot, bro. Yeah, I did. Oh, and, but the thing is, he says shit that I imagine Paul Rudd would say. <laughs> <laughs> He does play a dopey guy in like most of the movies. So. Yeah, yeah it's nothing against him. I like Paul Rudd's movies. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the guy though. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I like that. Our, there's like a bunch of endings, and out of all of them, there is a specific ending if you're dumb that you can choose. Oh, if you like okay, went cool. dumb stats, you there's just a specific ending for you. 
Out of all the just other like ones. sit on the toilet. So it's very and, satisfying. Yeah. To, I, I want to see yeah. what it is, but did you pick it, Greg? I didn't. Or, I haven't beaten the game on my second playthrough yet, so I haven't oh, gotten okay. there. I looked it up but, just because I wanted to. Now I'm going to have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a call to action. I know. Um, We didn't really touch on the sound design. We're always really bad about this, but does anybody have any thoughts? I tried to be better this time, and then I forgot to be better. I think the it. ambient sound just, design was really good. Um, it really made like every single planet kind of had its own vibes and it was because of the sound um like if you just like close your eyes you could like tell which part of the map you were on which i thought was Mm, yeah i also thought the the robots made fun sounds yeah the the sci-fi sounds in this game were like pretty top-notch for sure the sound design was yeah. also the music was really good in my opinion. It wasn't I like the music. The music was subtle. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, anything like to write home about. It just it definitely enhanced the experience a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah I really like the music of... in the Botany Village. I was like kind of grooving to it a little bit. I was like, because like if you're trying to think about like what would like a, because this game is like pretty much a western, right? Um, right. Uh, in that in like a western in space, so it's kind of like okay, what would western music sound like if it was sci-fi? Yeah. Um, I think there's guitar kind of in some of the music, isn't there? There like, totally yeah, is. Like, like, like and like piano. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's uh, yeah, it's a blend of like yeah, like traditional music and 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 like synths and stuff. It's yeah. cool. It sound the sounds really good. I wonder who did it. Let's give a shout out whoever did the music. Well, Evan's looking that up too. Like the um, I thought the so the another point where it kind of separates. I feel like we're comparing this to like Bethesda games, but it's kind of just feels natural, right? But um, something that differentiates this game from Bethesda games I think the voice acting in this game was like pretty top notch even if the mm. maybe the facial animations like weren't um, yeah but it felt like every line that. was said with like the appropriate emotion exactly yeah, yeah. so it's kind of like the voice acting was really good yeah. even if the facial animations didn't like match it all the way but that's just like a you know technology you know yeah. even the thing, random like NPCs yeah. it didn't sound off like For all, sure. all the voices were good. I definitely encountered some people where I thought it sounded a little stilted, but okay. like, but that being said, like compared to compared a Bethesda to, game yeah. where they've got like four voice <laughs> actors doing the entire game, <laughs> like it was really cool that it seemed like most people had their own, you know, unique voice hmm. actor and like, um, just the yeah, it, they they I think they spent their money. That's where they spent their money on the voice acting. I mean, they got Ashley Birch. She cannot have been cheap for sure. Yeah, even at that point, like Who was that? two years ago or whatever, three years ago. Who's... She's Pavardi oh, okay. or Parvati, and she's uh, she's Alloy. Oh, in, okay. Uh, Horizon, yeah. and she's done a, like tons of other stuff. She's she's like the Troy Baker <laughs> one. The Troy the of, yeah of the, the Troy characters. Baker of video games. Yeah. <laughs> Nolan North. <laughs> um yeah i'm just like quickly looking she's tiny tina in borderlands mm, really um uh, she's done a bunch huh? of anime um huh she's in valorant she's in two voices two characters in fortnite <laughs> i didn't know people talked in fortnite uh huh. yeah oh you know so i was wondering oh actually this is kind of off topic but um no nah, go for it would you guys rather um uh, the uh like or what they called like the voice recordings that you pick up or just read it like a text thing i am of the mind that i think there can be a good combination of the two a good game with combination you know is is the way to go but i feel like most of the time just stopping everything to have me read 
especially when it's really long this game had a lot of short like little blurbs like messages back and forth but it had um, a lot of yeah. them yeah like, it had a lot, a lot of short ones for sure yeah yeah um but anytime you you stop the game like dead cold is bad <laughs> but <laughs> yeah i, will I say, agree the writing in this um if you do take the time and like kind of you know peel peel that orange right you're gonna find a a juicy uh orange <laughs> um, <laughs> the um the writing in this By game god there's an orange in this orange <laughs> like dude think think about all the times like okay in skyrim like you pick up all those stupid books right like i'm not gonna yeah, read this like, shit who gives a fuck but yeah. in this yeah. game um the kind of like corpo language and stuff like that shit always makes me laugh so it um, is really funny yeah so yeah just like like me- especially messages from the company where it's like oh yeah good point like we're gonna send in like an armed uh robots to like kill all of you guys that way we don't have to pay you any money like that's a great idea yeah. like that shit that's really good <laughs> yeah i do love this game's sense of humor for sure yeah, yeah. this game didn't have any audio yeah. logs which kind of makes sense when you develop a game because it's so much cheaper just to write text than actually yeah. hire a voice actor but for sure i kind of wish that they did because there's just so much it'd be easier just to play the game you yeah know? for sure I'm a big fan of those in general, like, but they only usually in like a narrative sense make sense for like diaries. Yeah. And there were very few and at least sorry, I only played like six hours. I didn't come across like any diaries, like things that were like just one person's writing that's to themselves. There's lots of notes to other people. Yeah. And that, that's that's a like that's technical true. documents and stuff. Yeah. For sure. Like well, you know, some things. The, but, the yeah. corporations aren't paying you to write stuff about yourself. Yeah, you gotta get back <laughs> exactly. To yeah. They aren't paying you, period. <laughs> I, I kind of said it being like, uh, like, you know, the corporation's always recording everyone. You right. know, so everything yeah. you say could have been recorded or something. Yeah, that's true. They could have worked it in that way. I mean, they, they can do that now. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> so I guess By the way, if you listen to any percent, you have signed the any percent privacy policy and we're allowed to <laughs> do whatever we want with uh, your phone. Um, anyone got any other thoughts? I feel like we've we've pretty much gone through the stuff we wanted to talk about. For sure, I think we hit all the main points. Yeah, yeah, feeling good, dude. I'm feeling feeling really good about it. Just remember, um, it's not the best choice; it's Spacer's choice. Yeah, that so is good. that was really funny. Yeah. It's like you've had the best, now try the rest. Spacer's choice. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love how like you're just like the first thing, the first person you meet. It's just like a corporate soldier with a wounded leg in a cave, and he's just like, "Yeah, my spacer's choice pistol like accidentally misfired into my leg." <laughs> and you can kind of just be like, "Give me the gun, son." Yeah, he's got like all like level one skill checks for all the oh, options. Yeah, you can yeah. like try to trick him. You can lie to him. You can yeah do whatever, intimidate him. It's pretty cool. My guy wasn't very intimidating uh, as a skinny little boy, but like, oh, oh man. You- Obsidian is so good, like just with the writing in general, right? Because you, um, you know, like that's definitely the best part of this whole game. Like Stick of Truth, right? You got, of course, Fall in New Vegas. I don't think it's a hot take to say Fall in New Vegas is like the best out of three, four in New Vegas, right? Um, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so <laughs> it's cool to see them. You, um, you... sorry, <laughs> no, you're good. Just like it's cool to see, but that or it's cool to see Obsidian like doing doing good shit and now they have just like mm. liquid money injected into them so they're gonna be they got that xbox money right so um wait does obsidian have that or they they got purchased oh okay yeah which is funny because they they could make like a, a new vegas 2 now technically but 
Um, just make it somewhere else. They're doing uh, Outer Worlds 2, though. Outer first Worlds 2. Thing. And yeah. then they're doing like a, a Skyrim, like their own version of Skyrim. I forgot what it's called. Yeah, it looks like it's this thing called Avowed. Yeah. Not, oh, I guess, um, I guess since Outer Worlds 2 was mentioned, I guess an important part of the entire story is that Earth has stopped responding. Like, Earth has gone quiet. Oh, I missed that. The right. home system yeah. is like not responding anymore, and Halcyon has lost contact with it. Yeah, and it's a pretty right. major part. Yeah, it dropped like hints throughout the game, and then near the end, you find out like there's just nothing at all. Yeah, yeah, and well, I think cool. that's a good hook. It, yeah, I'm, I've I feel like Outer Worlds two might like take us back a little. That's might, kind of, like, that's I, really I, cool. I hope it, it would take us back. To Earth. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, but because like I would if if that like new colony, this like much like younger colony compared to earth looked like that corporate hell i'd want to see what the home (laughs) system looks like you know yeah Yeah. right like how much worse it is and how like destroyed yeah (laughs) i mean i feel like it would uh probably take away a little bit from like the spacey fun stuff to like go to earth and have it just be like gray and like awful (laughs) yeah like i'm sure um... there's still like corporate terraforming and shit i mean they tried to do that on an asteroid basically Right. So right. I'm sure they've got like the technology to keep some green around, but I like I, I'm sure that there would be like corporate outposts on every fucking rotating body in the solar system. <laughs> there's other colonies other than Halcyon, right? I'm pretty sure there's other systems because I I remember hearing or reading one of the things that they're like getting help from other yeah. colonies. Yeah. Yeah, I think part of the end, like one of the endings you can get is like to start reaching out to other colonies. Yeah, so even if something did happen to Earth or whatever is going to happen, there's like a bunch of other colonies yeah. that you manage to just spread out to. How how far in the future is um Outer Worlds? Like, uh, I'm not sure. I don't know if it really says, but it feels like very dis- like not. It feels like a couple though, hundred right? years, you know, like yeah, at least yeah. Okay, I think Outer Worlds is or uh, Outer Worlds. I did that so many times while I was looking stuff up. I kept putting in Outer Worlds. <laughs> <Yeah>. God damn it. <laughs> Oh, uh, I think our world is also set in an alternate timeline. I'm pretty yeah, sure. For sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Like a Fallout type thing. Yeah. Like just just alternate history. Obsidian yeah. does love their branch points, you know. Mm. Yeah. I'd be curious to know what the like branch point for this is then. Oh, okay, it's set in the year two thousand three hundred fifty-five. It's a good year. Yeah. Mm, good, great. Can't wait year. to live to that year, bro. They, I'm gonna get frozen. I'm excited. Nah, dude. Life expectancy huge. keeps going up. You never know what it's going to be when we're 100. True. 105. I don't want to live past, like, 80, so... <laughs> I know, right? Oh, well, you want to make a deal then, Cody? I'll come and get you. Dude, come and put you out of your misery. <laughs> Thank God. Just shoot me into the sun after you do it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll be 82, <laughs> so I'll be I'll be a, spr- a spring chicken as well, and I'll just come and fuck you up. Me and my buddies from, or me and one of my buddies from high school, we have this pact, right? If we're both old and we both get terminal diseases at the same time, we're gonna fight to the death. Nice. Can nice. you live stream it <laughs> on like Twitch so I can watch? <laughs> I feel like yeah, can... I finally the terms of service. <laughs> hey, who knows what the terms of service will look like? I mean, nah, dude, yeah. I'm gonna, Hot I'm gonna... the terms of service like, just keep getting on, longer, let's... bro. <laughs> I feel like it will be something. It will be like Twitch Plus or something. It'll it'll be a jerk <laughs> at that point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. Uh, do you want to do stamps then? Let's do it.
Let's do it. All right. I never go first. I'm going to go first because you guys always steal my shit because I... Mm. Uh, we all have like poo poo pee pee brain and we think of the same thing. <laughs> I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with dialogue options mm. right on the front. Uh hopefully that doesn't make wouldn't make someone think, oh it has them. I'm saying it is them. Right, right. Like it's so the the dialogue trees are so cool and in, and just really well written. I'll also can I put yeah, I'm gonna put parentheses just the writing though mm. like is what i'm talking and then double parentheses that's what i'm talking about is that clear triple parentheses thanks it's me evan bye what about a ps on the, on the box <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh how about our guest greg um i think i'll say <clears throat> as the non-stop stress of modern corporate hellscape life <laughs> got you down distract yourself with one in space <laughs> <laughs> Definitely feels very pertinent to someone uh, <laughs> as a person who works in an office. <laughs> right. Like, and just grinding just my days away. Severance, right, Evan? <laughs> Definitely yeah. feels like office work. Yeah. I do like, I I, uh, I love uh, just how deep it gets. Because, like, so much of it is, like, ridiculous, but not really, if you know anything about yeah. the corporate world. <laughs> like, right. I, yeah. if corporations I mean, had the power, I could totally see them sending like in kill bots yeah. to clean out, like, striking totally. orders. Yeah yeah <laughs> all right cody what's up um yo i just gotta say like obsidian you've done it again you crazy bastards um definitely like i'm I'm way cooler on the game maybe that, that time has gone on but um talking about it has really kind of like made me realize like oh yeah it really is a game that i love um mm-hmm. and i think that i'm super pumped for to see like the next step right because this is like Oh, we're we're charting out on our own. Like, hey, let's do something that's away from, you know, first person shooter, Bethesda like game. But let's do it better than them, right? And I think they kind of checked all the boxes, right? We didn't talk about any um, Bethesda glitches, right? Like, yeah, it's got yeah, it's got it's polish very that, glitchy. exactly, right? So it's got like this polish that Bethesda games can only dream of, right? <laughs> um, the writing is way better, like all the stuff. So I I really think that they're coming into their their own right now and they have just like you know hit after hit after hit so you know just look forward we'll to see how starfield competes that's true that, yeah. that that's like the funny part right like they beat they beat bethesda to the fallout in space and they might even have if starfield doesn't get delayed again maybe like outer worlds 2 will come out before starfield but but uh, i mean knowing bethesda i'm certain that starfield will just be so much bigger for sure. Yeah, but they have now that they have like Cody was saying they have like Microsoft money now. That's like, true. They are gonna be able to dump, dump money into to Outer Worlds too, dude. It's gonna. Be, I mean, I guess they're all owned by Bethesda. They probably won't want to try to put it into or sorry, not all. Uh, they're Bethesda's owned by Microsoft hmm. and so is Obsidian. It'll probably right? be different yeah, yeah. times. We said that, release. right? Yeah. Yeah, they wouldn't want to release them around the same time because they wouldn't want to make them compete. Right. You want to you want to spread out your space games. Sure. But we'll see yeah. how they compete to us, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the critic that that's us. it's the it's the Guitar Hero versus Rock Band thing all over again. True, owned by the same people. Yeah, true, true. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Casper, what's uh, what's your stamp, brother? Uh, try the bread. Try the bread. Have you guys, okay. <laughs> you guys, um, one of the first food items you pick up is bread. But okay. B-R- yeah, I haven't eaten any food. It's B R E D. 
And when, oh, when you're like nice. traveling the first planet, you find this animal. It's like this big warm thing. And when you hover over it, it's just, it's called bread. It's called bread. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. That's classic. Yeah. <laughs> That's really fucking funny. Ah, uh, yeah. This game's just full of that. His sense of humor is also like, on top of just the like well, I guess like well paced and intricate writing, like it's just super funny too. Yeah, it's like, like more subtle than like Borderlands, right? Because like people complain all the time, like Borderlands is your more like poo poo jokes, right? Yeah, for um, sure. This is a thinking a man's more game. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't know. As like a gaming experience, I would give it like a nine out of ten. And like mm. the only reason it's not ten out of ten is because it's just kind of it feels like it's missing just like that little bit that pushes it over. But it is a really really yeah. fun game to play. But to your point, Greg, like I really think like this was their first try at their first crack at it, right? Um, so Outer Worlds too, like I, I have full confidence that Obsidian's gonna knock that baby out of the park. Yeah, really excited to see where it comes out. Mm. Yeah, super cool. Um, our next game. I don't know who picked it. I think, I think Casper did. did. So Casper, you can say what it is. I don't remember what it was. Void Bastard. It's Void Bastard. <laughs> uh, I have the Wikipedia up right now. Void Bastards is a science fiction first-person shooter and roguelike video game developed by Australian studio Blue Manchu and published by Humble Bundle. Um, oh, it's published by Humble Bundle. So if you want to, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah they publish a lot of games. Yeah. Oh yeah, huh. they uh, they started self. Did you guys? Uh, so now is about to be a wicked tangent. But did you guys <laughs> ever play that rabbit fighting game? Um, oh, fist. No, no, um, it's older than that. Uh, it's a different rabbit fighting game. Darn. Rabbit fighting game. Uh, jump force. It's not like a. It's not like a fighting game. Fighting game, but it's like a rabbit adventure game where you like fist fight. Nickelodeon All Stars. Like it sounds cool. Yeah. All the versus the DC Smash Bros Club. Overgrowth. It's called Overgrowth. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, and, I know that one. Mortal yeah. Kombat 11. And that's by the guy that did uh, <laughs> that uh, started Humble Bundle, and I think oh. he established the publishing like branch to publish yeah. that game for himself. <laughs> what a cool uh, guy. <laughs> yeah, I believe that's the last game he did. Oh yeah, and he did receiver, but that receiver's older. Oh okay. Um. Anyway. So yeah, it's by Humble Bundle. Uh, if you're interested in playing along with us, dear listener, um, you can play it on PC, Xbox One, Switch, PlayStation Four. It's on all four of those. Um, and we will be back in one month's time to discuss such things. Uh, we'll see how much we all get to play of it. Uh, I want to thank my sexy co-hosts, uh, Casper and Cody. Thanks, Thank guys. Everybody, of course. And our extremely sexy guest, Greg. Thank you for coming. Oh, he winked into the camera. Greg, it was, do you have the lot. title for most uh, guest appearances? Probably. This is like my third, yeah. third or fourth one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe you're tied with Joe. Up with like two or three. Maybe you're tied with Joe or Aiden because they've been on a quite a few. But yeah, I was supposed to be on the Spec Ops Line one, and then I had to miss that. That's, That's right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For a second, I was like, is that a lost episode? And then I remembered that episode actually came out. That one was a banger. <laughs> yeah, it was a banger of an episode. All right. Let's uh, let's all go home and go to bed. Sound good? I got a bowl of pasta just waiting for me. Uh, yeah. I got to go all put right. my pasta together. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. You guys.